What's your guilty pleasure? Me? I don't have one. You're listening to Guiltless Pleasures, an unapologetic pop podcast with Bobby Asin. Welcome back, everyone, to Guiltless Pleasures. I'm Bobby Asin, joined today with my good friend, Emily Murray. Hello, hello, hello. It's me, Emily Murray. We have spent days upon days together. Yes. And so it only seemed fitting because <laughs> we have been watching almost everything I'm going to cover together. Yes, we've been doing that together, which is fun. We're basically roommates at this point, even though we don't live together. Yes, we are in her studio in celebration. It's the Guiltless Pleasures studio, apparently. Yes, yes. And I'm your new producer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> she made that wonderful intro you just heard. So that's very exciting. So, to start this podcast off, I have to ask you, what is your current guiltless pleasure, Emily? So, in celebration of this current guiltless pleasure not being deleted and banned from our country, I would say TikTok is my current guiltless pleasure. Um, I've had TikTok for about a year and a half on my phone. Yes. And I was guilty for a long time, and now I am no longer guilty because (laughs) I've started making my own TikToks. They don't get a lot of likes, but one did get 900 views, and I felt really excited about that. And that's all that matters. Exactly, and it's just fun. So that's where I'm at. I love watching your TikToks, especially the one of your dad just laying (laughs) out on the pool chair. just In his quarantine blues. Yeah, he was laying on the pool chair for about 45 minutes. No music, nothing. Staring at the sun. Yeah. Just to feel something, I'm sure. Fully dressed, though. Like, not in a bathing suit, not tanning, no. just laying in out. In the middle just... of the day, just... Just trying to get some vitamin D, C, C. whichever yeah. one comes from the sun. That's what he wanted, I'm sure. But I understand. You just need to get outside every once in a while. We've been enjoying our walks. And speaking of getting out, we actually had a Travis Scott burger, but we did not make a TikTok. No, and we should have. We should have. Missed... Well, here's the thing. For about... A week, I've been a little nervous about it getting banned, so I wanted to like wean myself off of it. So okay. I haven't been making them for last week, but and you've been here, so we've been like busy. But I slept on her couch last night, and I got to hear her <laughs> fall asleep to TikToks. So amazing! I know it's always going on, and I wake up with some notifications from her every morning, which I love. I love TikTok too. Mine don't get that many views, I would say, but that's okay. We'll we'll get there. This Eventually. podcast will get more listens. Yeah, probably, this podcast so. will get us. Yeah, everyone, follow our TikToks. The way I don't even know mine's e- my t- my TikTok even is. I don't either. I think it's just at Bobby Ace and like all my social media, and then my username is Your Reality Star or yes, something like that. Yes, that's what it is. I know that because I get messages that say Your Reality Star is messaging you. Exactly, exactly. So Travis Scott burger was phenomenal, but also just a burger. Mine had pickles <laughs> on it, even though I said no pickles, so that was very sad, but. It just tasted like a burger. I don't know what I was expecting. Well, the problem is we like customized them. Like you got, you wanted no mustard on. Yeah, no it. mustard, I no, no pickles, mustard on it. no onion. I so think. at that point, is it still a Travis Scott burger? Like we, we took what we wanted off of it and added what we wanted. Yeah, onto basically. It. So a, then it was the Emily Murray burger. Yeah, and the Bobby Ason burger, which was just a barbecue burger, like bacon with cheese. some fries and a Sprite. You can't forget the Sprite. <laughs> Yeah. Did you get a Sprite? No. So you didn't even get the wow, Travis wait. Scott meal. Oh my god. I'm a failure. But it's okay. I had to Google who Travis Scott was last week. So to make sure that was Kylie Jenner's baby daddy. I didn't even yeah. know. I forgot who that was. Uh, Bobby's never heard of sicko mode? No. And apparently that's and the I thing to TikTok. The car, so 
to celebrate, obviously. Yeah. So now I know who that is, clearly. I, I mean, I, you learn something new every day. Guess he likes Sprite. <laughs> and barbecue sauce, apparently. Yeah, apparently that too. So something we've been watching during quarantine has been Selling Sunset. It has quickly become one of my favorite shows. I think this has to do with it being by the same people who created The Hills. We have a reality show drama about real estate. Yes. So it's like the best of... What's the um, channel where they... HGTV. HGTV plus reality drama. Yeah, it's, it's like MTV meets HGTV. Exactly. And that's what we needed. And even the fashion the girls bring, I love watching, especially Christine's clothes. Now, here's the real question. <laughs> real or fake? What do you think about Selling Sunset? Is it real? Is it fake? I think with like most reality shows, it's a mixture of both. It's real life stuff that they sometimes have to produce to yeah. be a TV show. I think it's that's... That's the formula. Real life, that becomes produced. Yeah, I would definitely say there's give and take in any reality show. And Jason commented saying that if the show was just looking that real, that it would be real and boring, whereas it could be amazing and too good to be true. And I would rather watch something too good to be true because something boring would never get more than one season. And there are three seasons of this already. Mm -hmm. And I hope they're going to start filming soon. I know they were doing some photo shoots last week, even though we are still in quarantine, but I'm sure they're doing all like the right measures, but they're still showing houses. Mm -hmm. As I think most realtors are. Like I would... I would think that's... Yeah. I don't even know if that ever stopped. Did realtors stop selling houses? I don't think that ever stopped. I know, like, apartment complexes had, like, virtual tours only, but I imagine that everyone can afford to do those 360 tours of each house. Well, I I also would not buy a house if I couldn't go see it in person. If I only could... I would never make an offer on a house unless I could go see it, so... That's very true. I didn't even think about that when I said that. But, yeah, yeah, why would you do that? No, absolutely not. Especially houses that expensive... Oh my god, yeah, $14 million or... Yeah, absolutely not. The $90 million home? Uh, you know... I'll just do a virtual tour. (laughs) Pocket change. I don't need to see it. Uh, I want that house. That pool can be a lazy river. That's what I need. That's the only reason I care about that character. Davina? Or the person? Yes. Because I want to know what happens to that house. Otherwise, she can go. Davina... Is what I call the knockoff Lee and Meester. Please explain. So she kind of looks like her, kind of like also Blair Waldorf, but is the knockoff version because she's not as mean, mm-hmm. not as charming, not as funny, and doesn't have another side. But also the show right. only gives us one perception of her. There's no depth to her as a person. And I yeah. say character sometimes because I think that they are characters in a right. sense or, or, yeah they're like caricatures of themselves i'm sure yeah because everyone else like we see Chriselle go through her divorce we see all these things about christine mary and all this stuff but we don't ever see any other side of davina and from the way they present it i don't really ever want to see another side of davina yeah. no offense davina i know you listen to this podcast <laughs> but uh I don't know you and this podcast is probably her guiltless pleasure it's her guiltless pleasure <laughs> and um davina i I'm so sorry. Well, but... yeah, they just don't show us anything redeeming about her. Yeah, and... So, they don't want us to, I guess, care about her. Jason said recently in an interview, too, that Christine and Davina are not that bad in real life. 
and just production because if the way that production splices it because if they were that bad they wouldn't be working there for that long it would be breaking a lot of rules and that makes a lot of sense something I found the most shocking from watching the show was that Mary got married three years I believe prior to filming the first season yeah and the whole season was it the first season or the second season it was the whole first season the whole first season was about her like her getting married and getting engaged and all of that. She so. sells the house on the day of her wedding. How magical was that? Yeah. Just so, worked out that way. Who knew? Yeah, that's interesting. I simply say that's a green card marriage because you hear from the first season that he is a pastry chef and I don't know how much a pastry chef makes from another country, <laughs> uh, but I think he needed to stay here and I have no problem with that. If I love someone that's going to have to go away, I would marry them to have a green card. But also, when you're famous, you can't say, oh, we had a green card marriage. So what? That way, everyone knows you need to get arrested and go to jail. Like, you have to commit to that. Exactly. And I definitely think that that ceremony was them actually acknowledging their marriage. Because they had a courthouse marriage. Yeah, like, to them, that probably was the real wedding, the real marriage. The other one was just, like, so we can continue this relationship, which makes sense. Yeah, and this leads into our next topic, which is Dancing with the Stars. Chriselle has joined the cast, along with Carol Baskin, Sky Jackson. Who else do we have on the season? Shulman. Oh, your man. My I, my heart just stopped for a second. His slicked back hair made he, Emily blush. I know, made me blush the whole dance. Who else was on there, though? John oh, Tucker Caitlin, Must Die. Yeah, the guy from John Tucker Must Die. Caitlin Bristow from The Bachelorette. Someone from Cheer who I've never heard of. Oh, speaking of Cheer, we had that scandal this week. Yeah, I don't know anything about that, to be honest. Just that. I know there was some child pornography, pornography stuff, but involved. I, don't, I don't know anyone that show, so I don't really know. I only got through three episodes of that, and then I had to stop. Yeah. Because the only reason I had to stop was because I pre-downloaded them for my flight, and then the rest of them didn't save, so that ended up not working out for me. So maybe one day I'll finish, but... Probably not. Yeah. But Dancing with the Stars. Wow. I'm not the biggest fan of Chriselle in general, but she did get me to watch Dancing with the Stars for the first time in 10 years since Audrina Patridge was on the show. And I would say she definitely disappointed me. But It's a pretty good cast, though, overall. Like, I think there are some really strong people, and there's a lot of people I'm interested in watching. So it's a good season for us to start this. Well, I'm excited for this upcoming week because Chriselle's dancing to This Is Me from Greatest Showman. So what if she gets kicked off of then she doesn't get to do the dance? Oh, probably. I didn't think about yeah. that. I feel like she won't. I think because the show's so popular, she'll probably get voted to the next week at least. But I think one of the athletes will probably get knocked off first. That's yeah, possible. But sometimes athletes do make it far. Sky Jackson better be safe with that split and oh, choosing be, yeah. super base. Also, we forgot Nelly. Oh, yeah. In which we never knew what Nelly looked like until... No, and when he smiled, I, like, died. Yes. He's so cute. Very white, big smile. Yes. Agreed, agreed. A dreamy man right there. I'd like him to stick around. Yes. A little bit longer. He's enjoyable to watch, that's for sure. Yes, exactly. So, I think, ultimately, I said that I expect Sky Jackson to win, but also, I don't know if she has the popularity of the crowd... Mm-hmm. Meaning the audience that actually watches, watches Dancing it. with the Stars. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to keep Carol Baskin on for production value. Obviously, they kept her to be last on the episode. That way they get a spike in yeah. views. Yeah. Even though she ended up getting last place ranking. 
in my experience watching the show, and by that I mean just watching the YouTube clips last year and the couple seasons I watched when I was in, like, the eighth grade, um, they usually do that, like, for the episodes, they usually do the, like, the two best dances, first and last. So, like, at the beginning, you're like, wow, that was amazing, I'm gonna keep watching. And at the end, you feel the same way, even though you've seen a bunch of, like, bad ones in the middle. Yeah, mediocre yeah. in the middle. So, like, last year it was Hannah Brown and then the guy from uh, Dawson's Creek. Okay. Beginning and last. And I think they were, like, top two at the end of the, of the, end of the season. But this season, they put Carol Baskin at the end, obviously, because everyone's going to want to keep watching to see how she is, but she was so bad. Yeah. And uncomfortable. I felt uncomfortable watching her, because also she's a murderer, so. Oh, Alleg- yes. Alleged murderer. Well, let's talk about, for a moment, the commercial that played before Dancing with the Stars. Oh, my gosh, yes. I forgot about that. We missed that. I, we, we probably were on our phones or something, but later on Twitter, I sent Bobby this video, and it was the family of her ex-husband who went missing, no evidence, nothing. His case closed. They're calling him just dead. Um, and it was like, if you have any information about the whereabouts of our, you know, relative, like, let us know. We'll give you this, this like, money Big amount. amount money, yeah. yeah. And it was, like, playing during the during the show. That commercial had to cost so much money, like, to be during the Dancing with the Stars premiere. For normal people, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not just, like, celebrities or a company. Like, normal people had to pay for that. I'm truly surprised that someone like Morgan & Morgan or Ask Gary wasn't representing that to have <laughs> the money to fund that commercial and then also to want to, want like, solve that in right. a way. Because if that actually got solved, that'd be a big... Oh, yeah, that'd be nuts. Yeah. Definitely very big for that person. Maybe Casey Anthony's lawyer should do it. Yeah. I'm sure... Well, I'm sure that's actually Carol Baskin's lawyer. Already Maybe, on he, like on he the has back like burner, clout. he like doesn't even need it. Yeah, anyway. well, everyone we enjoys that. Everyone <laughs> enjoys their name, their name in the press, whether it's good or bad. I would say exactly. Well, speaking of someone's name in the press, we got to watch This Is Paris at midnight. The night it came out, yes, that was so exciting, and we ate ice cream, didn't we? Yes, we had the Selena Gomez serendipity ice First cream. First the Travis Scott burger, then the serendipity ice cream. It's like next we need the Charlie. No, thank you. Yeah, I'll still pass on that one. But I will have the Charlie Poof. What's the Charlie Poof? That's just a drink where he spits in it. Oh, oh. I'll pass again. All right, well, me and Ricky will have it. So, while watching this is Paris, I think that it definitely surprised a lot of people. I think everyone thought it was going to be just a documentary about her life, meaning just a glazed over version of her life. Not something that was going so deep into her emotions and right. her everyday state of healing right. and it was definitely surprising I would say yeah more about like the lasting effects of like a trauma she had and how it affects her still today than about anything else yeah and I we, would say and we've noticed that their website is updated now the school that she went to yeah yes yeah saying that they are aware of a documentary and that these things and accusations are still not true but that's also their whole game plan all along was that their website and their teachers or whatever you want to call them have told families that kids will always say that they're being beat in right, the school. Right, whatever you hear is a lie. It's a lie. Yeah. Don't believe them. Mm-hmm. So. But the thing is, like, for someone who's so private normally to come forward and make this documentary, they're not just not lying about it. Why would you lie about it? Yeah, there's nothing really to gain from this. No, and, and if, yeah, there's no reason to do that. Why would she pick that school to... Target and yeah, exactly. All things like, and she really went there. Exactly, yeah. I mean, and she went to other schools. 
Like, exactly. There's like multiple and that's cases the one she's specifically it. naming and mentioning. Like there has to be a reason. Also, go Paris. So basically, because she was young and 15, going to clubs, she had to get sent away. That part, I'm not saying go Paris. What I'm saying go go Paris <laughs> is the fact that she ran away from like five or six of these schools before going to that one. How are you able to run away? And she'd rather like be in the middle of the woods in like Utah than like yeah. be at these schools. Like that should be a sign. With like no food, nothing. <laughs> she her whole thought process was just to escape. That's really sad yeah i um i listened to an interview with her and she was talking about when she did start clubbing and Mm -hmm. going out at 16 and she said for her it wasn't even about the party partying she just wanted to like be around music yeah and that was really it but i'm sure she was partying but well britney spears has said the same thing she said that it was all about just dancing that's what slave for you is actually about and so is the song crazy um and the reason that you have melissa from Sabrina the Teenage Witch is because she took Britney Spears to her first club ever. And that's why she's Mm. featured in that music video. But the whole point is um, they're saying, always saying, little girl, don't step into the club. I'm just trying to find out why, because dancing is what I like. The whole purpose of them going was the sense of freedom. But I also think because they grew up in such strict households, like sexuality wasn't really allowed. And then that was kind of shown in the movement of dance in a way too which i know technically you should be doing at 15 or 16 but you're still releasing something when you dance well Well, there's i mean there's a whole thing where like if if you hold your thumb down you know it's gonna on a on a kid they're they're just gonna explode at some point and that's gonna happen if you don't give them any kind of freedom exactly i'm saying like it's gonna be worse if you don't give them more freedom yeah that probably is true I loved seeing as well the fun side of paris we just i mean in general we always see the fun side of Paris, but in a way of her character, which we know from the simple life of with the, that's hot, loves it. And I just enjoyed seeing her having fun, but also being the real Paris. Mm -hmm. But I can see how it's still fun to play that character. And I think it's also a good safety net for her as a person because what people are attacking your character prior to this, it was in that way. It was that person, that persona that was being attacked. So it's like a way to protect herself, whereas now in this vulnerable state, if people were to attack her for what she's saying, saying this isn't true, these accusations aren't true, which luckily people are not, yeah, um, that would be a lot more hurtful, I think. But I think she had to do that because of the scandal she went through with the sex tape. I think that made her learn to divide and separate... The two. The yeah. two, yeah. Because... Yeah. That alone must be really traumatic. And something I liked that she talked about that I didn't think about prior was the term influencer and how people have categorized her as the original influencer. Yeah. I didn't realize at the time how many things that she did were impactful. Yeah. That and then like paparazzi. Yes. That the paparazzi business kind of grew off of her example yeah because even they said back then was 50 the first photos of her like around when she was coming up were starting at fifty thousand. so crazy just to see her appear yeah um and you know that created the whole thing of also being famous for being famous right that's the whole she would do that was it her that would like call paparazzi and like let them know where she was going to be i don't think so because that's like a thing a lot of people do now still yeah the real housewives do it all the time yeah but I'm trying to think who did say that. Because I would say the Kardashians probably did that at the beginning, too. 
I'm sure. And I'm sure that yeah. Paris Hilton did call a paparazzi in, or definitely in the beginning. Team, yeah. And she said, too, that in the beginning, it was such a high and that she lived for it. And that's why she was posing for them and doing those things. Yeah. So I'm sure that was... She probably wanted paparazzi around. Yeah. Also, I'm sure Kim Kardashian also called because she was with Paris as her assistant and wanted to be in the spotlight, too. I mean, yeah. she says in the documentary, Kim Kardashian says everything I learned and why I had the success of like conquering this audience is because I've, I watched Paris for years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think that had some involvement yeah. in the paparazzi world. To me, that's like one of the most interesting parts of the documentary is like all the things that kind of caused her trauma, not the school, but like the sex tape, you know, all the kind of young attention at a young age is like things that people build careers off of now. Like yes. if a sex tape came out for someone, it would not end their career. Probably it would probably, exactly. And they'd we have... be able to spin it that it would be okay like it would be fine but like and she did too but I'm sure it was much harder for her like yeah, that was definitely having no the example beginning. for that yeah exactly yeah. it was definitely the beginning of that because I mean Kim Kardashian had a sex tape mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that you had think that Kris Jenner was like well in a way this spiked Paris's attention so I could right. use the attention for my daughter and you know Ryan Seacrest got on that with Chris mm-hmm. and they rode that to the bank. And, yep. I mean, now no, that's coming to an press, end. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why, yeah, there really is such such thing as bad press. As long as you're getting the attention, I guess. And the way, and it depends, I mean, now with like cancel culture, there is bad press, but like. Well, yeah. But like. That's actually, the, yeah, good point. For the most part, like a lot of things can be spun, I think. Definitely. Yeah. What was your favorite part of the documentary? Um, I don't know. I just didn't really know much about her before because I didn't, I mean, I watched like a little bit of The Simple Life on TV when I was a kid, but like I didn't really know much. So it was interesting. Kind of seeing her interact with her family was interesting. The biggest question I have is why does she wear sunglasses everywhere and she has to have them no matter what? Yes. Emily questioned that the whole movie. I'm still thinking about it and I'd like a sequel just for that or a a short film. I really think it's just to protect her eyes. It's those big lights. But she, but they went to like a baby shower and she brought them. Maybe she has sensitive eyes. So from I'm my thought process is that it's like a like a comfort thing or like a you know what I'm saying like a because they can't see the attention in your eye or not the attention but like the f- emotion in your eyes. Maybe or just like she just doesn't know how to feel comfortable without them. You know what I'm saying? Like she doesn't know how to like she needs them just like you would like need your phone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you don't have your phone and you're like, I feel weird. Something feels wrong. That kind of thing. Yeah. Who knows? Paris, you follow me on if Twitter. <laughs> I'm going to tweet you and I need you to answer why do you always wear sunglasses? Not just wear them. It's like, why do you always need them? Need them. Yes. Because mm-hmm. she couldn't even leave her house without them. Yeah. Exactly. Who knows? Many unanswered questions. All right. Going to our next topic. I want to talk about some drama on Twitter with Demi Lovato and her fiance. So this week, some old tweets of her fiance's past have appeared and she has claimed that they are not true. Her statement says, it's really sad when people fake images to put women against each other if women have conflict that's between them not you secondly don't you have more important shit to write about in 2020 i change i sorry i challenge any tabloid that dares to type my name to mention brianna taylor and the fact that her murders have still haven't been arrested write about that 
Mic drop. So I do agree with the Brown Taylor part, but what I don't agree is that these are fake images because we have the images that show that he thinks that on Twitter that Selena Gomez is prettier, more talented, doesn't scream. And he does refer to Demi Lovato in some tweets as you know who. Uh, but these come all the way back from 2015 and there are many live streams, which I've even shown Emily of him talking about how Selena Gomez is a woman of God and how he'd rather be with her and how he's always been part of the Selena Gomez fandom. Does Selena Gomez have a name for her fans? No, I really don't know. I'm a Selena Gomez fan, but I don't know. Gomezinators. Gomezinators. Oh, I think the, the worst Ale- one still is Megatrons. Little Russos. Little, little Alex. <laughs> little Russos. I'm just wondering if he gave him, if he like would hashtag that. Or Demi Lovato is Levotics. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, Levotics. Little Hilton's Paris. Arianators. I, I only claim to be a little monster. Yes, little monster. I'm trying to think if I know anyone else that's like off the top of my head. But... I would say that you cannot deny that this is not true and she should have just ignored it. I think... Yeah, probably. It would have just gone away if she didn't claim it wasn't real because the more you claim it's not real, the more people are going to put research and pull more and more and more against you. Right. Just don't comment on the matter, especially right now. You don't have to comment on anything. You're not going out anywhere. It's not like a paparazzi is going to interview you. Right. Like, there's, that's not happening. Or if you want to make a comment, just com- just like post something and say, I actually don't care like what he posted. Like If it doesn't matter to you... Like, just shut it down. Don't yeah, just say like, it's not real. Don't, just don't like, challenge people. Right. I saw these. It's kind of funny. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like Just something. And then yeah. Breonna Taylor. Add that in. Yeah. I think yeah, she I, made I a mistake on that. Yeah. But she doesn't make the best decisions sometimes when it comes to, I think, her... I don't know. Well, yeah. Look at her. Look at her music team. Got Scooter Braun. No comment. I have a lot of comments on that. (laughs) Well, speaking. We can't get into that right now. Well, (laughs) speaking of that, I will say it's very interesting. Kanye West did tweet this week that he will get the masters back of Taylor Swift's music for her. I did see that. He's good friends, so he's gonna text him and get that music back for her. Yes. Well, well, he's on a conquest to to fix the whole music industry. Apparently. You think he's going to do it on Twitter? He's calling himself the new Moses. I was going to say, yeah, the new Moses. He's going to... He's calling his his people the enslaved people. By that people, I mean musicians. He's calling them enslaved. It's it's a lot for me to And his, in. like, 20-page tweets of his 20-page... Con- or his 20 different contracts, I'm sorry, with yeah. his uh, music team. So... Yeah, it's a lot. Very but, uh, interesting. But that's just, that's just what comes with Kanye West, you know? Yeah... Not much else to comment on that. We have, we'll another agree day. to disagree. For, an- for another day. <laughs> another day, yes. Emily's a fan, and I am not a fan of Kanye. I'm a fan in the way that I just like the drama. Yes, and you also... Se- will you separate the music from the drama? Right. With him, yes. for sure. Yes, You like his sure. music. I do like his music, yeah. You may and not agree I, with what he says. Exactly, and I kind of just like to watch a... Can I say... Can I cuss on here? Yeah. I kind of like to watch a shit show. That's kind of my favorite thing, so... He's definitely a shit show. Yeah, it's like the person you follow on social media that's like unhealthy that you shouldn't follow because you talk about them all the time, how much they annoy you. But if you unfollow them, then you have nothing else to like focus on. Exactly, which is probably unhealthy, but I don't care. It's nice to fill your heart with hate every once in a while. 
And that is my guiltless pleasure. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Change, you're changing it. That's the guiltless pleasure. Filling my heart with hate via social media. Filling my heart with hate. We love to see it. So, I want to recap Real Housewives, which will be a little different for Emily since she doesn't listen or watch Real Housewives. So, some of the main drama that's happened this week is that Nene Leakes has announced she is leaving Real Housewives of Atlanta. And Emily and I actually just went to Atlanta Mm -hmm. for a couple hours. We actually went to Woodstock, Georgia, and we stopped by Atlanta to see a few things before taking some pictures with the skyscrapers, with Skyline. Uh, It's called Jackson Street Bridge, and it's the opening of The Walking Dead was filmed there, so... And prior to that, waiting for the sun to set for our perfect pictures is some, well, words were hard there. We went to the Candy Factory, which is now an abandoned warehouse. And I'll tell you, Cynthia Bailey is no longer, as they say, quote unquote, in the hood because she's in a sky rise building with her Bailey agency. We couldn't even get in and she's definitely in a sky rise now. So yeah, in a much nicer part of town yeah she's definitely stepped it up so watch out everyone cynthia (laughs) bailey's coming at you getting all the models in atlanta so i'm very sad to see nini leaving she was the og of atlanta and she brought in all the housewives off of giving advice to andy cohen for who to pick for the show so it'll be sad to see her go she's already left before and she's come back so i will not be surprised to see her come back and i can only hope that would happen with her and bethany and Real Housewives of New York, which I want to bring up next. Real Housewives of New York, we have some drama this week about Leah not starting production with the rest of the cast due to wanting more money. She wants to see the money. As she said this season, she elevates this shit, and I definitely think she does. She brings a whole new drama category to the show because the other women have been on the show for over three or four years at this point, and we needed something fresh and also needed someone fresh i think it's also good that dorenda's leaving for her sanity because i think doing this show for a while can definitely be draining and it's a lot of drama that's not needed Mm -hmm. but i think leah should be coming back next season get the paycheck she deserves and bring one of her friends onto the show can i ask a question go ahead do they all get paid the same price they do not get paid the same so that causes a lot of drama too with yeah. the women because it's all about seniority in one situation, also about the fame they might already have. Mm-hmm. So you have socialites on here, you have politics, um, like politicians, wives, or a whole array when it comes to housewives. Some are actresses, some used to be actresses, usually from soap operas, kind of like Rochelle and Selling right. Sunset. You can tell you have Lisa Renna was on or is on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. You have singers. Like Candy um, on and songwriter Candy Burris on Atlanta, Erica Jane on Beverly Hills, who's a performer. So they come from all kinds of lines of business. And Denise Richards, when she joined Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, got one of the highest salaries ever, which caused a lot of drama for someone who's been there for you know over five years. Yeah, they believe they deserve more money, but someone's name like Denise Richards brought an audience, so they. Yeah need to get paid and their name needs to be in a certain order in the opening to appease the person which i understand yeah. it's all contracts yeah for sure but i think 
Leah's problem was that she was basically making the same money she made her first season, and there was no increase when she brought so much attention to the show this season. And I understand that. And I definitely think that, just like an apartment, you should make a little more money each, each season. For sure, yeah. Yeah, just like you paid a little extra $100 when you renew your apartment. It's out of out of the ease of just... Not having to move, not having to... Yeah, no new contracts for this person, just a little more money, renew. Yeah, exactly. You're done. That makes sense. So I think that... Good for Leah. I hope she makes it the rest of the season. Also... I know you said that people sometimes do that for publicity stunts. Right. Well, as in like a negotiating tactic. So by making it public, then then it becomes more of like an issue. And they because someone like me thing. tweets that she needs to come back. Yeah, exactly. So like you see that with um like when when Marvel or when Sony said Dis- yes. Marvel or Disney and Marvel couldn't make Spider Man movies. You're so right. That was just a negotiating tactic to move along the negotiations, basically to speed it up. No, that definitely worked for yeah. them in the long run. Mm-hmm. Now we finally got to the conclusion of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and I will say that I still do not believe a word Denise Richards has ever said this season. I think she's boring, brings nothing new to the show, lackluster. I think if you believe Denise Richards, you have worms for brains, everyone. Do you hear me? If you like her, you have worms for brains. Worms for brains. Yeah. There's no coming back from that, and you can't ever make me change my mind there is nothing appealing i'm glad sayonara denise do not come back i know you said you're leaving and you think you're too good for the show and i think really the show is too good for you and you couldn't keep up with the drama but you got her good yeah so good <laughs> i will say the two newcomers this season garcelle and sudden did very well i know sudden became a friend because she originally had a diamond but because of her husband or sorry, her ex-husband, she couldn't use any of the footage they used with her children. So when they cut all that out, she lost her diamond and became a friend of the show. And I think with Denise leaving, she'll definitely get her diamond. And I think that Garcelle brought a lot of attention to certain castmates that have a negative energy. But something that bothers me about Garcelle is that she says that she is simply unbothered. And I hate that whole attitude that you're unbothered, but you can regurgitate the same drama every week because then clearly it does bother you at some Mm -hmm. extent. And I can't stand someone that will tell someone that they're unbothered. Nothing, nothing gets to me. You're not a wall. And if you are a wall, that's boring TV. Right, exactly. And something (laughs) that... I can tell you're stressed by this. She just pulls the same stuff every week. And now she's on the show The Real, or The... The talk? No, the real. Who else is on the real? Do you know? Uh, I can look it up. One of the sisters from Sister Sister, the Maori, one of the Maori twins is on there. Oh, okay, it's that one. So that's the one with um, the girl from. She's on Dancing in the Stars the this season. The girl from Dancing in the Stars, Adrian Bailon. She on that one? I don't know if she's on it anymore. She, she was, was on that. Okay. But anyways, Garcelle. She's not on it anymore. Lon- Lonnie Love is that who you're talking about right now? No, about- well, Garcelle's the new addition starting okay, okay. tomorrow. And her first guest is none other than Denise Richards. Wow. How original. (laughs) You couldn't get her on, like, we couldn't get her off that show, so you put her on that one, I guess. I mean, it's a guess, but what are you going to do? Defend her again? We had a reunion for three episodes for that. You don't need to clear her name anymore because she's clearly a liar. Also in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills news, we have... Teddy Mellencamp under a lot of heat for her 550 calorie 
diet plan, Mm -mm. which she says has helped 15,000 people. I believe this plan starts at $500 um, the first month and then drops down eventually to $136 a month. Basically, she just is an accountability coach and just calls in with her team to make sure that these people are starving themselves. So I just think the main thing with that is I do agree with her when she says that everyone that signs up knows what they're getting themselves into because they know the calorie count, they read what they're going to do, and I think that this is just truly a very Hollywood diet. I mean... Don't you think... But but there might be some people that sign up for it that don't understand that you can't eat 500 calories a day. Oh, that you shouldn't. Oh, for sure. There might be some people that don't realize. They might be like, oh, this is great. Like, I can do this. Also, if you look at the team that Denise... Or not... Ooh, Denise. Whoops, (laughs) sorry. Freudian slip. Yeah. That Teddy has is that Teddy's team, none of them are trained doctors and none of them are trained nutritionists. So it's not surprising that they're doing an unhealthy meal plan. That's insane. Who would sign up for this? No one's a doctor there. So I don't really know what they're expecting from this team of people. But I mean, everyone in California is eating 550 calories and doing Coke. So that's how they stay skinny. My body over just there. hurt thinking about that. Like, <laughs> I, I, my stomach rumbled and then I felt. That's one like, lean cuisine like for your whole day. Me. Yeah, absolutely not. No, absolutely not. Over here, we have nachos every <laughs> night. We have wine. We have pasta. But we're going on pasta. walks. We're going on walks. Yeah, we go on walks. <laughs> that keeps us sane. But, uh, yeah, 550 calories. Oh, I'm sorry. I think it's actually 500 calories. Oh. Even worse. I mean, if you just lo- I just lost an extra 50 calories in my imaginary I know. meal like, plan. One less bite oh, of your I guess I have celery instead. Um, yeah. But that's insane. I think Teddy might leave next season. We shall see. I think Kyle pulls a lot of weight on that, whether or not who stays, because she's an OG. And I think she kind of pulls some weight on that. And my question to everyone on social media that's commenting, Lisa Renna, Erica Jane, and Kyle Richards needs to go because they're mean girls. If there is no drama, what show do you expect to see? There will be nothing on air. There will be crickets. Yeah. These girls will be at a dinner table and you will hear crickets chirping because nothing's happening. Yeah. If I wanted to watch middle-aged women like sit around at a table and not have any drama, I would just like go to any Go to a restaurant, restaurant by yourself yeah, I just and go just to any sit and just watch people yeah. talking. No, thank you. Absolutely I need not. Drama. I need to feel like someone is going to punch someone possibly. I don't want it to actually happen. But the idea of it needs to be there. All right. Before we end this podcast, <laughs> I want to ask you, what are your favorite reality shows oh. that are must-sees? They could be running currently, or they could be off-air okay. that are full of drama. Okay, so very big into the Bachelor franchise. Best drama of the Bachelor world is Bachelor in Paradise. There is no current season this year because of coronavirus, obviously, but the last all the previous ones they're so good so that's one I watched um, that for the first time last season yes so I will agree it? yes very yes. juicy yes it's all of the people you love and hate in one place on a beach and a lot more sexual tension exactly exactly um second one is gonna be MTV's Are You The One I knew you were gonna say that I think it is one of the best reality shows out there it is it's addicting too it is I think my old roommate and I we watched I want to say we watched four seasons in like two weeks. 
Yeah. One summer, and then we always watch it every summer. And then last summer, which I don't, I don't know if you watched last summer, but it was the um, the season where there was everyone was gender or sexually fluid. Yes. So that was nuts to watch because it was like you don't have any idea who's going to be with who. It was just a lot of combinations. And I think it was the first, like, a lot of these reality shows, like The Bachelor, try to have re- different representation. But to me, that was the first time I ever saw something I thought, like, this is actually a representation of different people. Yeah. Um, and Are You the One has a matchmaker yes. try to find who they think is the best for each other in these groups. And the goal is to find that person. And if everyone, and there's usually, what, 12 couples? Yeah, like, it's like t- 10 to 12. Yeah. And if they get it correct they all get to split a lump sum of money yes exactly so they're they're ultimately trying to find the different combinations of what works and what's does what doesn't um and they can fall in love with the wrong person yeah so that happens all the time they fall in love with the wrong person and then they get stubborn and then no one will talk to anyone else because they're like i'm not going to explore other things because i'm in love with this person and it brings even so though much they drama. already know they're not a match it's it's a lot of drama but it's really good um the third one i think i'm going to say jersey shore Ooh. Yeah. I think it's Thursday, Thursday. Yeah. A very big cultural moment, very important to me, Jersey Shore was. And I've rewatched it recently, within the last couple of years, and it holds up still really good. It's still so funny. Iconic moments. Oh, did you ever did, watch Snooky and Jay Wow? I did watch Snooky and oh. Jay Wow, yes. Very good as well. I haven't watched any of the new I watched a little bit of the newest season yes, a couple years here. ago, and then I haven't watched any of the Vinny or Polly D stuff because they have that like dating show Shot Love yeah haven't watched that because I'm not really into that that seems like I wouldn't like it but that's okay yeah I would say my top three of all time number one is going to be The Hills always Mm -hmm. number two Siesta Key and number three it's hard because I'm trying to think of something that has drama I would say Kim of the Kardashians but it's not very drama filled Mm -hmm. I would say Hmm. If you pick Keeping Up with the Kardashians, you'd have to say, like, the first, like, five seasons. I just love when they go to Miami. Yes. Like, those are my... Those are good, too. That's, like, the prime. Yeah. But I, I love the first two seasons, because you're, like, in comparison to who they are now, you're, like, this... Like, Kim's living in, like, a condo and hitting people with purses. Yes. Like, that's unheard of. Oh, it's hard. Like, I'm think, trying to think of drama-wise that, that are the best. Because I also wanted to say... That, the girls next door, but that's also not that much drama. drama. Dang, I might have to say the Jersey Shore because of all the fights. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Jersey Shore too as Good. my number three. But we both have the same number I love three. That for us. Yeah. Wow. Look at us of our guiltless pleasures. Amazing. Well, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Of course. Hope you can come back, and we have a love lot to. more reality talk we can talk exactly. about. We watch Dance with the Stars every week, or we're going to watch Dance with the Stars every week. And we watch the past season of Sister Key together every week. So you can always expect great reality TV gossip when Emily is here. Oh, I love that. Well, thanks for listening, everyone, and stay guiltless. Goodbye.